Welcome to Creative Biolabs Science Channel. Creative Biolabs is a specialized contract research organization supporting mRNA studies with all-round solutions covering mRNA synthesis, modification, and mRNA therapeutics development. With an unwavering pursuit of innovation and lifelong learning, we keep on producing podcast series related to mRNA technology based on our knowledge and practical experience gained through years of exploration in this area. Subscribe to our channel and keep updated with our podcasts. Good evening, dear friends. Nice to see you again. In the last episode, we talked a lot about the biogenesis of intron microRNA. We learned that to be counted as an intron microRNA, two factors need to be met. First, they must share the same promoter with their coding genes. Second, they are spliced from the transcripts of their coding genes and further processed into mature microRNAs. We have also learned that the biogenesis of eukaryotic intron microRNA includes five steps. And microRNAs and small interfering RNAs seem to have some similarities in biogenesis. However, we must distinguish the characteristics and differences of these two RNAs in order to understand the evolutionary and functional relationship of these gene silencing pathways. Today, our old friend David will tell us more about the relation between intronic microRNA and diseases. Thank you for joining us today, David. Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited to be here. As Connie just said, we are going to talk about how intronic microRNA is linked with diseases. It is well known that most human gene transcripts contain introns. However, what many people don't know is that introns often change in clinical and environmental failures. Many introns encode microRNAs, which are involved in RNA-related chromatin silencing. So far, more than 90 intronic microRNAs have been identified by bioinformatics methods. But unfortunately, most of the functions of these RNA agents are still unclear. Some studies have suggested that the expression level of microRNA has specific dependence. So what are these specific dependents? Based on the strict expression correlation between intronic microRNA and its coding genes, we say that condition-specific, time-specific, and tissue-specific expression levels of microRNA are determined by the intracellular regulation of coding genes. It explains the more accurate gene expression of various traits. Do you know any genetic diseases that are caused by the disorder of intronic microRNA? Well, in theory, the disorder of intronic microRNA does lead to genetic diseases. For example, many introns contain trinucleotide or tetranucleotide repeats that can be transcribed and processed into repeat-related microRNAs. These introns play an important role in the regulation of epigenetic changes in genes. Then, as you might expect, epigenetic changes can develop into some genetic diseases, and some have been identified as triple repeat amplification of the specific single gene, collectively referred to as triplet repeat expansion diseases. Right, that's not surprising. I also read that the underlying genetic mutations for many inherited neurodegenerative disorders have been identified in recent years. One frequent type of mutation is trinucleotide repeat expansion. What kind of diseases belong to triplet repeat expansion diseases? I'd say there are more than 20 diseases that are associated with expansions of trinucleotide repeats. The expended repeats can be in either coding or non-coding DNA. 
Depending on the location of the repeat expansion, the mutation might result in a loss of function of the disease gene, a toxic gain of function, or both. Let's see. Some common ones are Fragile X syndrome, Huntington's disease, myotonic dystrophy, and a number of spinocerebellar ataxias. Any group observed these diseases in clinical studies? One of the early intron-related triplet repeat expansion diseases was observed in monozygotic twins, who frequently demonstrate slightly, but unquestionably, distinguishing disease susceptibility and physiological behavior. And a long tetranucleotide expansion in the intron one of a zinc finger protein gene, and you might have heard the name before, ZNF9, the twin's ZNF9 with higher susceptibility was determined to be correlated to type 2 myotonic dystrophy. I see. Do you know how repeat expansion motifs, introns, and triplet repeat expansion diseases are linked? The exact mechanism is still unclear. But because repeat amplified motifs usually have high affinity for some RNA binding proteins, the interference of intron-derived repeat amplified fragments in myotonic dystrophy and Huntington's disease has recently been found to cause RNA interference like gene silencing. I have heard most of the diseases you just mentioned, but not too familiar with Fragile X syndrome. What are some characteristics of this disease? Like its incidence rate, sex ratio, clinical and pathological symptoms. Fragile X syndrome usually includes autism-like features, such as impaired social skills, eye aversion, social anxiety, hyperactivity, and repetitive behavior. It is an X-linked incomplete exodominant genetic disease. The end of X in the cell can show the fragile part like fracture after treated by mutagen in special medium. And this is how the disease is named. Male patients show mental retardation, megadeths, special facial features, language and behavior disorders. Male patients are more common and have more severe symptoms. About one-third of female carriers show mental retardation or other symptoms, but most are mild. FMR1, which is highly expressed in neural cells and spermatogonia, has the function of selective RNA binding. And more specifically, regarding the genetic characteristics, the DNA of patients with Fragile X syndrome is usually accompanied by CGG triplet repeats. This repeat region is usually heavily methylated. This CGG amplification and methylation leads to physiological, neurocognitive, and emotional characteristics associated with FMR1 gene inactivation and lack of protein products. Interesting. It is a disease that shows different traits in different genders. So in my understanding, Fragile X syndrome is caused by a dynamic premutation of a vulnerable site on the long arm of the X chromosome where the FMR1 gene is located. Does this mutation intensify in the genetic process? Because this premutation is dynamic, it can change in length and severity with generations, between people, even within a given person. And you have also mentioned the methylation mechanism of FMR1 in Fragile X syndrome. Any theory to explain this? Yes, there are two theories. The first one proposed that the non-coding RNA transcripts, amplified from FMR15 flanking untranslated region, can be folded into RNA hairpins and further processed by dicerRNases to form microRNA-like molecules targeting FMR1 gene expression. And the second theory proposed that RNA-mediated gene methylation may occur in the CPG regions of the FMR1-CCG expansion 
which are targeted by hairpin RNAs. Derived from the three-flanking untranslated region of the FMR1 expanded allele transcript. If I remember correctly, in the majority, like 99% of Fragile X syndrome patients, the hair clip RNA treated by Dicer may cause the formation of RNA-induced transcription silencing promoter on homologous CGG sequence and lead to the high methylation of FMR1 gene locus. I heard that there are rich RMRNAs from FMR15 flanking untranslated CGG extension. It can cause methylation of CGG fragment and inactivation of the FMR1 gene. What can you tell us about this type of RNA? The RAM RNA is very unique. It has a unique precursor microRNA structure, including CGG sites matching multiple rings, and a relatively long stem of hair clip precursor, a nuclear input signal motif and multiple CCG-rich DNA binding motifs. But how is the RAM RNA related to the Fragile X syndrome? Recently, Fragile X syndrome studies using RAM RNA's induced disease model found that the formation of synaptic connections between dendrites of FMR1-deficient neurons was significantly reduced, similar to the hippocampus neurons in human Fragile X syndrome. It's worth noting that FMR1 deficiency often leads to synaptic malformation which is crucial for cognitive and memory activities, and destroys the plasticity of activity-dependent synaptic neurons. There are some findings showed that the metabotropic glutamate receptor-activated long-term depression was augmented after FMR1 inactivation. Some scientists have suggested that exaggerated long-term depression may be responsible for aspects of abnormal neuronal responses in fragile X syndrome, such as autism. What do these findings mean for you? I think these findings support a novel disease model in which mature RAMRNAs, originating from the triplet repeat expansion of a gene, can reversely bind back to the corresponding triplet repeat regions of the gene. The more triplets repeated in the gene, the more mature the RAMRNAs produced. When RAMRNAs bind to the target gene, DNA methylation occurs in the triplet repeat region, which inactivates the expression of the gene. To thoroughly study triplet repeat expansion diseases involving epigenetic changes, it's better to use an animal model. Thank you, David, for a wonderful discussion. Thank you everyone for listening. We will continue our discussion in the next episode. See you next time.